Hey everyone, my name is Elle and I want to personally welcome you to the very first episode of Foster Friday. A little about myself before we get started. I'm actually a lifestyle blogger. I have a website called Maps and Monograms that features easy-to-make recipes and travel tips, tricks, and advice, as well as a brand new series called Foster Fridays. On Foster Fridays, I share with my readers my journey into becoming a foster parent, and I thought that adding a podcast would be a fun way of documenting my journey of becoming a foster mom. In today's episode, I'm going to chat with you about why my partner and I decided to become foster parents. Um, We both have just kind of heard that there's this extreme need for foster parenting in our area. Um, We're actually pretty well connected with the foster care community. My sister-in-law is an adoption recruiter, and when we have our family dinners, she's always talking about the kids that she has that she's looking for forever homes for. And while we knew we weren't exactly ready for adoption at this point, It's not that we're not willing to adopt by any means. We just both kind of want to get to know the kid before we make a commitment. You know, agreeing to take on somebody else's child and raise them forever is a huge commitment. And we want to make sure we know exactly what we're getting into before we dive into that. So Ashley threw out the idea of us becoming foster parents. And without hesitation, I'm like, yeah, let's see what this is about. So crazily enough, uh, less than a week after we started talking about the possibility of us becoming foster parents and, and looking into it, I have a coworker who invited us to go out to dinner and she was going to bring along some friends and I hadn't even mentioned to her the fact that we had looked into becoming foster parents and coincidentally, um, one of the families that she invited out to dinner is actually a foster family. Now, you should probably know that Ashley and I are not like the most social beings. We don't go out to dinners a lot with people. Both of us would just kind of rather hang out at the house and watch Netflix or chill at the park with their dogs. And so when my friend invited us out to dinner and I found out who's going to be there, I picked up the phone and I was like, babe, you won't believe this. So-and-so is going to be there. Remember, I talked to you about her. She's the one with like 7,000 foster kids. And Ashley was like, oh my gosh, we have to go. So we agree to go to dinner and I think it was that very same night. And so we get to the restaurant and the foster mom is of course late because she's got, you know, a ton of kids that she has to get ready. And we're all sitting around at the table and then in comes this parade of children. Um, She's got a stroller that has two infants. She's got a toddler on her hip, and then she's got an eight or nine-year-old that's kind of like walking in tow with, you know, his phone and playing games as they're walking throughout the restaurant. And it was so comical to just watch them enter and look at everybody's reaction to seeing this, like, child parade walk through Buffalo Wild Wings. And really, her story is the epitome of the foster care system. I mean, she's got three kids that are under the age of two in her care right now. And I don't know how she does it, but she is totally rocking it. And um, so, yeah, I had never really met her before. We had said hello in passing. Her son is um, a child at my school. He's a student there. And so, you know, I had seen her and kind of known a little bit about her story, but I didn't really know her. And so I was trying really, really hard not to bombard her with all these questions about foster care and how she got started and everything. But 
yeah, I couldn't contain myself. And I ended up like sitting next to her. I think there was probably a kid in between us. And I was asking her all kinds of questions and kind of getting some background information and some answers to some of the things that we, you know, wanted to know about foster care before we signed up for the classes. So I think that um, that same week, within days of, of meeting her and her foster children and and learning more about the process, we decided that we would sign up for the Pride classes, which are the courses that you must take in order to become foster parents. And we decided right then and there that we were going to get our journey started. I think that most people would have seen the parade of children and like ran the other way, but clearly we're mentally unstable because we saw it and we're like, oh my gosh, yes, let's do it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if you've ever thought about becoming foster parents, but there's definitely a huge need for it in our country right now. Whether you get your news from Facebook or some other internet source or the newspaper or television or radio even, all the news sources are basically stating the same thing. It seems as though lately every news report is about the opioid epidemic. And unfortunately, we're in a very, very sad state right now as a nation as a result of this. In fact, as a result of the opioid epidemic, there were 30,000 more kids in foster care in the U.S. in the year 2015 than there were in 2012. That's a huge increase in just you know, three short years. And the fact of the matter is, is there's simply not enough foster homes available to accommodate these children. In states like Texas, Oregon, and even in my home state of Florida, children have had to sleep in state buildings simply because there was nowhere to place them. States like Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, Ohio, and Kentucky have seen more than a 20% increase in the number of children that are entering the system. In West Virginia, home of the highest overdose rates in the nation, the foster population has increased by 42% since 2014. That's just four short years. And not only are more kids entering the system now, but more kids are staying in the system even longer because there's a huge threat of parents relapsing. People are losing their rights to their children left and right. Now, I'm not going to get into this whole big pharma thing because I can go on and on about that. And this 10 minute episode would turn into a 45 minute rant in a heartbeat. These people are not losing their kids because they're bad parents though. They're losing their kids because they are addicted. They're sick. Addiction is a sickness. In January 2018, according to the American Society for the Positive Care of Children, 437,000 children or youth were placed in the foster care system. Of those 437,000 children, 47% of them are placed with a non-relative. Just to kind of give you a picture of what that means, is that means that 47% of these kids, when they were removed from their parents' houses, had nowhere else to go. 47% of these 437,000 children were placed with absolute, complete strangers because their family did not have anybody else that could look after them. So they were sent to live with people that didn't look like them, probably didn't have any commonalities with them. Could you imagine what that must feel like? Now, I want you to close your eyes. Envision the stereotypical foster child. How old are they? Are they an infant or a toddler? Are they in elementary school? Are they a teenager? 
Are they a drug baby or a fetal alcohol baby? Do they have cognitive disabilities? Are they white or are they black? Are they Asian or Hispanic? You know, when most people do exercises like these, they tend to picture minorities. I'm sure you did. But in fact, 44% of children in foster care are white, 23% are African-American, and 21% are Hispanic. There are more boys in foster care than girls. In fact, there's, it's a 52 to 48% ratio. 26% of children entering foster care are under the age of one. That means that they have been on this planet for less than 12 months, for less than 365.25 days, and they have already been removed from their parents' care. And if you think that that doesn't do any damage to the child, then you are dead wrong. We're going to discuss in a future episode exactly what that kind of trauma does to a child's brain. The average age of a child in the foster care system is six to seven years old. On average, that child is going to spend 12 to 20 months in foster care, depending on how their parents are progressing with their case plan. Currently, only 51% of children in foster care reunify with their parents or primary caregivers. And those that aren't, well, only 52% of them are adopted by their foster parent. Sure, some will go to go live with other members of their family, maybe a cousin or a great aunt or uncle, but 10% of those kids are going to spend more than five years in foster care waiting to be adopted. In fact, in the United States, there are currently over 118,000 children and youth waiting to be adopted. Over 20,000 youth are emancipated from foster care without ever reunifying with their families or being adopted. That's exactly why we are getting involved. You know, we want to be able to make a positive impact on these children's lives. Many of them have just been dealt a crappy hand and at no fault of their own, you know. And, you know, we're both relatively young. We're in our early 30s and we're financially capable of taking on, you know, a, another mouth to feed. And we have the space and open hearts and we just want to make a difference. So that is why we are getting involved. Next week, I'm going to chat with you all about the steps that we had to take in order to become licensed foster parents. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this was somewhat informative and that you enjoyed your 10 minutes with me. I will see you next week. Bye.